Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. Listening to Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now, here are your hosts Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. You have tuned in to episode number 462 of Linux in the Hamshack, the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet. We want to thank you for tuning in this time around. This is our deep dive episode, and we're going to be doing kind of a meta deep dive because we're going to be talking a little bit about the future of Linux in the Hamshack, both in the near term and the far term. And we're going to talk a little bit about ham fests because there's a big ham fest coming up and uh, it hasn't happened since 2019 but we're glad that it's coming back around and so we're going to touch on hamvention and a few other things and talk about the direction of our show going forward but before we do that let's go ahead and introduce ourselves cheryl is on assignment as she normally is these days with the deep dives but i'm russ k5tux and i'm bill any4rd all right so here we are and we decided we were going to start by talking about ham fests. And Woo-hoot. I, <laughs> we, we sort of thought that we were going to talk about hamvention and then decided that maybe we should just talk in general about ham fest because it is entirely possible that people who listen to this show have not ever been to a ham fest. And, uh, we know there are folks who listen to this show who have not been to hamvention. We hear all the time about people who say, Oh, I'm planning on going to hamvention. And then they don't. Yes. <laughs> Uh, of course, in the early days of this show, we didn't go to Hamvention either, but then we went and we got hooked and we have been doing it ever since, uh, as long as there has actually been one. What do you, I, I, I literally have nothing in my head about Hamfest. I mean, I could, I could describe a Hamfest. I mean, we've certainly <laughs> been to many of them. I don't, we, I personally don't go to a lot of the smaller ones, but you know, I've been to the couple of local ones we have here. I've been to Green County in oklahoma and of Mm. course i've been to hamvention and generally speaking they're all they all follow a formula where you have vendors a tailgate of some kind um you know technical demonstrations talks uh prizes everybody likes the prizes (laughs) and um Let's see what else. What else happens at a ham fest? Well, there's a lot of uh, mingling and networking, of course, am- among the amateurs in the world. But um, what, do you, what do you want to say about the the general aura of a ham fest? So, like a, a ham fest is a is is basically a like a flea market slash tech conference slash uh, you know uh, garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can't forget in that. One place. Yes, it happens in one place, and uh, the bigger they are, the more commercial vendors end up showing up. 
Um, the big one that we're talking about is mainly a uh, hamvention because that's the one that we, uh, we, we try to go to, like we say. And, uh, yeah, the smaller ones are cool too. Um, they happen all the time on the ARRL. There's a ham fest calendar that lists many ham fests, not all of them. It's not totally inclusive, but, uh, it is a good, good source of information for finding a ham fest near you. If, uh, you're not willing to uh, travel across the country or wherever it is to the, to the big ones like hamcation, hamvention, hamcation, of course, is down in uh, Orlando. Um, Pacificon is uh, over in, uh, Northern California, somewhere, San, San Ramon. Is that sound right? San Ramon, California. Um, sure. There's a, yeah, there's <laughs> a, a CPAC, which is over in um, Seattle, I think, somewhere over there. <laughs> don't, don't forget Huntsville. We don't want to leave Huntsville out. Huntsville because- Hamfest down in Alabama. That's a huge one. Well, I mean, it's not huge, but it's big. It's, it's a big Hamfest. Um, and yeah, I've been to many, many different Hamfests over the years, including ones down in Florida, like, you know, Pembroke Pines used to have a used to have a big uh, big ham fest over there. Um, Fort Myers has a ham fest, and you know Tampa has a ham fest. Yeah, so like ham fests are all over the place. Um, but it's a cool place to kind of go check out. Uh, sometimes new gear, but generally a lot of used gear, uh, especially if you're trying to get into uh, you know having a ham ham radio transceiver on a budget. You don't want to buy a brand new one. It's a it's a good opportunity to see, you touch, and feel a lot of uh, used transceivers and uh, also other stuff like, you know, fittings and wire and <laughs> antennas and all the other junk that we need. And a lot of times you get other stuff like crafts and stuff that happen to show up because, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's like a flea market. People are going to show up with other stuff at these, at these events. Um, so you do end up with a, the random hodgepodge of, of stuff that's there, but um but I think I think that's basically all I can think of when it comes to ham fests. I mean, some are uh, tailgates only, which are kind of cool, where you sell stuff out of your tailgate. Um, you know, basically, you take over a parking lot. Um, hamvention is is a combination of both. They have tailgating area uh, where you can uh, register to sell stuff out of the back of your car or a table out of the back of your car <laughs> out in the uh, out in the track the soccer field and uh um the areas surrounding the buildings there at the green county ham the green county fairgrounds yeah green yes. county fairgrounds in xenia ohio and then the ham fest portion uh has a mixture of indoor spaces that are both in the permanent structures and i believe they're bringing the tents back as well uh for the additional i think that's buildings four and six possibly on their numbering scheme. That's why they're different prices for those buildings, I believe. And uh, you also can have tracks, uh, conference uh, kind of tracks like you would at a normal conference. So you'll have a, um, you know, um, Mixed throughout the day, you'll have like an MCOM tra- track where they'll talk about emergency communications. Um, sometimes Hamfest or, not, or sorry, podcast will have <laughs> a forum. Uh, I know the, uh, the Ham Nation guys used to do a forum at uh, Hamvention every year, which was uh, pretty widely attended. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to change coming forward because this will probably be the first Hamvention that it's it's over there with Josh. So, um, so yeah, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen there? But uh, I think everybody's kind of looking forward to to Hamvention and what that's going to be like. Um, especially, uh, I haven't seen. I've, if you go to the Hamvention website, the Hamvention.org website, you can see the inside vendors, 
And, uh, you know, we're only six weeks out. Is that right? A little over six Six, weeks. Yep. A little over six weeks out. And, uh, you know, the vendors list is not full yet. (laughs) Normally, (laughs) normally by, uh, well, by the end of this month, April, uh, yeah, the vendor list should be pretty much set, uh, for the big ones. And, uh, the nice part about the bigger ones, you're going to see, you know, generally, your big communications like, you know, uh, Kenwood, uh, Elecraft, uh, Yezu, ICOM America, all the big names in, in ham radio will be there and we'll have a presence of some sort. Uh, you know, the big vendors like MFJ, uh, Gigaparts, geez, yeah, <laughs> HRO, ham radio outlet. Everybody's going to be there and we're going to be there and we're going to be in uh, what building is that building five that we're, we're in? in building five. Yes. Building five, uh, booth five zero four, I believe. We're right next to our favorite friends. <laughs> it's five thousand and four, five zero zero four. Five thousand four. Yeah, oh, okay. they they went to four digit numbering scheme a couple of years ago, and yes, we will be next to uh, the folks over at that that software package that we. <laughs> try and get people not to use so that's always fun <laughs> yeah but last time we were down the down the street from uh or down the the hall from uh what um the uh, great scott gadgets that does the uh uh the um the little uh hack rf device and they had the hack rf device there and stuff like that so so yeah there's a lot of cool other things and you'll see a lot of a lot of linux actually there <laughs> especially for uh for the sdr guys i I saw quite a bit um so yeah be be on the lookout for that stuff but uh yeah i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of excited for dayton to come around again well i'm definitely excited for dayton to come around again and it'll be really nice to get back out there and and see all the people again and just kind of be part of it because if nothing else it's just a lot of fun uh i would love to be able to spend some time and like see some of the talks. And I've been to Hamvention, I think it's 10 times now and I've not seen a single talk <laughs> in, in 10 years. But that's the reason for that is actually great. It's because we're tied up at the booth talking with all the people who come by and talk to us. And so there's literally very little interve- intermediate time to go out and do something. I mean, Yes, I suppose we could plan to go see a talk or something and, you know, shut the booth down or, or something or, you know, Rook Frank into <laughs> watching it again for an hour or something, uh, whatever, whatever it takes. But I, I actually really enjoy talking to everyone who comes by, and I think I would rather do that than anything else. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. And I'm trying to staff up the uh, the other booth I have there, the K2BSA booth. Yes, I mentioned scouting again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to get volunteers for that. Uh, um, that's, a, that's a completely uh, club-ran booth to, you know, of course, talk about radio scouting. And um, they were already secured into Building 2 and right across the way from the ARRL. And uh, talk about a busy, a busy little corner. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this year that Sunday, you know, doesn't look like extreme packing day. <laughs> I, I like think has, uh, Dara has, has made some noises about that, trying to get people to not consider Sunday a throwaway day. I think they're, 
I don't know what they're planning on doing as far as is dealing with vendors and, and exhibitors who who always pack up early and we're no different. So I I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, guilty I mean we of, hang of out. We, hang we do out hang about out. noon, and you know we sort of start packing the booth up. But we have such a small setup now, right? That it's it's it won't take us that long anyway, no matter what time we decide to pack up. No, I can I, I can set up the booth myself in thirty minutes now. So <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So we should be able to take it all the way to one o'clock on Sunday, and of course at the very end is when they do the drawings anyway. So if you want to stick around and find out if you want anything like those, those big uh, radios, because I mentioned is the largest one in the country. I can't remember if it's still the largest one in the world, but I think it might be, of course, all the big vendors, the icon, the Yezu and so on, they, they bring out their, Oh, and uh, yeah, the, what's the, uh, kind of blank, the, the other one, the, the SDR one. The SDR one, um, Flex Radio. Flex Radio, thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I was <laughs> drawing a blank. On it's that. the only company we associate with SDR, but you know, we know everybody else is doing SDR too. <laughs> well, we're right. I mean, but they're they're the ones who sort of revolutionized, I guess, the commercial SDR product. Yes. And um, yeah, they they bring out the the big guns, you know, like the Flex Six Thousands or whatever, and and give some of those away. So you have a chance to come into a radio you would never buy uh, because. You know, you don't want a mortgage or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But I, I never win any of that stuff, so that's why I've we, we never put the, won at Hamvention. But I have won one. Well, I have won before. Yeah, so, see, I, I mean, I've my, never uh, really won anything. Yeah, my my HF radio at home, my FT four fifty D, I won. So it is possible. Well, yes, of course it it's possible. possible. Some somebody wins. It's just <laughs> it's just never me. <laughs> yeah, but. But yeah, we always have a great time. We we love seeing the people, who, whether they're listeners of ours or not, and spreading the word about open source and and all that. So him mentions always a lot of fun. And uh, we we may or may not have uh, drinks <laughs> at the booth. in our hands at the <laughs> yeah, time exactly. you come to the booth. <laughs> um, because what's a yes. day without a little libation, right? That's right. That's right. But yeah. Ham fests are really great. You get to wander around. You get to see a lot of stuff you would never see, a lot of electronic equipment that you may not even know what it is. Hamvention, of course, is best of all for that because people come from everywhere and bring everything. Yeah, generally it's the ham fest that they try to do any releases for the U.S. market. So, like, new products will show up at Hamvention. Generally, first, you know, they kind of have, like, the first right of refusal for those kind of announcements. Um, you know, for the ones that don't specifically get announced over in the Japan, um, uh, was that uh, Tokyo Hamcon or Tokyo Tokyo Fair Ham Fair? What am I thinking? It's it's the, the one that happens in it, yeah. In Japan. The, I I don't know what the name of it is. It's like the Jara or whatever runs it. Yeah, yeah, the Jarl or whatever. Um, but yeah, so like yeah, if we don't, if it doesn't get announced over there, it'll get announced at Hamvention. So you'll see a lot of the new products unveiled, and uh, and it's really really cool to kind of get get an eye on some of that new equipment uh, that you've only seen in pictures and magazines, possibly or on prototypes. Uh, a lot of times, stuff will even be prototyped and shown there that is set up for product releases in the next year. So they might bring some kind of spec 
gear out and uh, and have it there where you can actually look at it, touch it, and feel it. And I I know several vendors have done this in the past, kind of uh, kind of having like their you know non vaporware stuff. <laughs> the stuff that's actually going to be available uh and uh, they have show it and allow you to to kind of see it and and they generally have stuff hooked up so you can actually uh use the radio uh at least at least receiving wise i, I don't know if they allow you to transmit but <laughs> too much rf in that building anyway <laughs> in the whole area there but um yeah, it's it's a, it's really neat. They've just uh, they just announced at Hamvention the uh, the award winners. So they also do that as part of Hamvention. They uh, give out uh, some ham radio awards for uh, for innovation and and uh, technical achievement and and amateur of the year. So those have been announced. Um, there'll be other coordinated dinners and uh, gatherings that kind of coincide with this event as well. Uh, like uh, normally contest university runs uh, a swing at uh, hamvention um, although those have been online for the last uh, last few times uh, four days in May is a QRP uh, group that meets too as well in uh, in Dayton for uh, for love QRP and also to kind of cross-pollinate with hamvention and uh, what is the other big one the DX contest dinner uh, goes on there as well. So a lot of stuff kind of happens all around the same time. And, uh, you can find plenty of stuff to do, not only just at the ham fest, but, uh, with some of the ancillary activities that go on with the ham fest. Plus <coughs> hamvention is, you know, in Dayton, Ohio, or well, at Zini, Ohio. And there's a really awesome, uh, uh, airplane museum over there. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. That's out at like Wright Patterson, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's an amazing, amazing museum. So if you haven't been there, that that could could be the reason to go. And then you sneak over to Hamvention when uh, you know the wife and kids are still lost in the airplane museum. <laughs> and uh, Hamvention is three days, so you do have plenty of opportunity to get there. So, but you should yeah. definitely try a local ham fest too if you've never been to one of those, because even though they're usually short-lived you know they can be as short as four hours on a given saturday but i mean just just in that amount of time you can you can have a lot of fun interacting with other hams and just seeing what kind of like used gear is out there and a lot of those will even have uh talks uh presented by local people as well so always good stuff absolutely so as far as our participation in hamvention we will be there this year I'm going to be procuring the booth uh, for sure uh, in the next day or two. I have, in the past, we have put out a fundraiser every year to uh, have our listeners donate to help us get to Hamvention. But this year, we have some, I guess I would call it good news, I guess. <laughs> we don't have to do that this year. Because Hamvention has been offline for a couple of years, and because of the donations we received the last time around for when we were supposed to go in 2020 and didn't, between that and our Patreon and PayPal sponsorships and the limited funds we received during the 2020 fundraising campaign, we do not have to have any further funding to get to Hamvention this year. It's all been 
listener sponsored. So all of the money that you guys have been putting into those sponsorships to help, you know, keep the lights on, as we say, well, that is actually going to take care of Hamvention this year entirely. We would definitely want to thank everybody who, who does that and who keeps supporting the show. And we are definitely trying to put those funds to good use. And they're actually going to cover like a hundred percent of our expenses this time around. Normally we have to, you know, sort of supplement the, the funds ourselves, but thanks to all of you, we don't have to do that this time around. Well, and also thanks to the fact that there hasn't been a hand mention for a couple of years that, that sort of helped uh, <laughs> pile up the, the reserves a little bit. It does make it nice, and uh, we hope to, because of that, be able to make it, the experience of the booth that we we put up uh, much better. It did allow us to buy some new equipment um, to sort of streamline our procedures. We will have merchandise, of course, available. We might even have enough in the back to, to do some kind of a reasonable giveaway. I don't know what it would be. But we may we'll find we'll find something. It, it won't be like a Baofeng either. It'll be <laughs> something decent. So I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I'm really looking forward to attending, you know, Dayton again this year, and to visiting with everybody who comes. It should be should be really good. But we're not doing discs this year, right? No. What I'm hoping <clears throat> I, I've got a little bit of time to work on it. I got you know roughly six weeks. So I think what we're going to try and do is something we talked about is to find a USB stick replicator ah. and to allow people to either obtain a USB stick from us. Uh, we, we may or may not have branded ones. If we have branded ones, they will be at a slight premium to help with the show. But if they're non-branded, we'll just sell them at whatever our cost is and allow you to pick up a distribution just by or even bringing your own thumb drive, sticking it in a replicator, and then walking off with our Linux distro. So that's that's what I'm hoping for. I'll hopefully get uh, the LTS out the door so I can get that set up. <laughs> well, you've got six weeks, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So fortunately, getting an ISO is easy because I can even do it in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? How do you know that? Well, because we've been there before. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We have done that before. <laughs> so yeah, well, that'll be cool. Yeah, especially have like the replicator because that was uh, that was still kind of weird last time because some of those drives that we we ran through you know we're kind of like either didn't read right or was writing slow and yeah i know. think now that usb 3.0 and stuff is is prevalent and the technology's had the time to work itself out and everything it should should go really well and the replicator i think should allow us to i'm looking at like a four to one or a six to one replicator so we'll definitely be able to and i and i believe they're async you know, really somebody cool. walks up and you can just like throw a thumb drive in and get a copy and you can do up to four at a time as long as I realize that everything on that thumb drive gets wiped. <laughs> it, well, yes, yes, that is important to know. But I, I think we'll uh, make that clear when people walk up. So Don't just stick something important in here. <laughs> right. I don't know that we will have any DVDs for, like, legacy computers or anything like that. I, I, I don't know that it's worth our time. So Just say no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I might bring some just to be able to do a one-off if someone has to have it that way, but it it's not going to be something we're going to be generally providing. So, yeah, that's kind of a pain in the butt. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and anything even remotely modern can boot from USB anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's the direction we're going to go. Uh, generally, the booth, like I said, the booth structure is much more streamlined. We're, we're doing everything sort of digitally. We will have our recording set up and hopefully we'll be able to do an interview or two or something like that. Or, and I'll have my, my mobile recording gear. So we may get a chance to, to walk around, maybe talk with the folks from ICQ or, or some of the other folks, you know, that are around the show, maybe, maybe go next door and talk to our neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> so when's that Linux version coming out yeah. of ham radio? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> HR. So something want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i don't know that we need to dive any more into that i hope i hope we see everybody and uh looking forward to to dating this year and what what kind of glassware are you gonna bring you got you got anything new that uh you're gonna have for swag i know the little basic you know keychains and stuff didn't didn't go so well <laughs> no we're gonna we're gonna have what's left of that stuff we will have the pens that are also the style styli and uh phone holders We've got the pocket buddy things that are the tape measure flashlight, all that stuff. We we will have some glasses. There'll be pint glasses and shot glasses. We're we're getting kind of low on those. We haven't had a chance to run any uh, apparel, so we're not going to have any apparel. We are still looking at having the the pocket knife thing, which is actually kind of cool. They're they're decent quality uh, with the sort of Swiss Army knife thing, uh, fully branded, um, and they will actually be pretty reasonable too i think they're going to be like in the it might even be as cheap as five dollars a piece for those so interesting yeah so we'll see i mean we'll have stuff i think the uh the swiss army knife thing and i probably shouldn't call them that because i'm sure that's trademarked but you you know what i'm talking about the combination pocket multi-tool multi-tool pocket knife right yes so yeah that's that's what we're gonna have i think and uh we're still working on apparel i mean We've we've had requests for shirts and hats and stuff. Uh, just we I don't know how to I don't know an efficient way to do short runs of that stuff and make it affordable. So yeah, it's really it's really hard to do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it cost me a fortune to get my my shirts made, and I don't know if my post COVID weight will allow me to fit in them this time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll try, even if it's embarrassing, you know. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. All right, so so that's like the near term for Linux and the Hamshack, and uh, on the far term or the the ongoing term for Linux and the Hamshack, we are going to make some programming changes. So we should go ahead and dun, talk dun. about those here <laughs> and tell you what's going on in the future. So the only show, well, okay, what we're going to do is we're still going to do three shows. We're still going to have a deep dive. We're still going to have a short topics episode and we're going to have a weekender that will not change. What will change is the schedule. So rather than having three episodes every two weeks, there will only be one episode per week. And I believe we decided that it's going to go deep dive, short topics, weekender. So that will be the order of operations. So the deep dives, of course, will be the same as they are. The short topics will be the same as they are. The real big change will be the weekender. The idea behind this is to do two things. The first is to make the weekender more relevant to the overall umbrella of our topics, which is amateur radio, 
open source and the combination of the two. We're going to try and make it more about that, at least in the first half, leaving the hedonism part the same because I wouldn't want to be without that. And I believe we have a lot of people who enjoy that. So absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to leave the the second half of the weekend or the same. What we're going to do for the first half is we're going to create a sort of mini deep dive. I think we're going to have a literal wheel of topics where we'll like spin a wheel, hit a topic, and then we'll expound on that topic for 15 to 20 minutes And hopefully it'll be interesting. And what we will need is for people to suggest topics. So if you have a topic that we can expound upon or discuss or opine about for approximately 15 to 20 minutes, we would love to have your topic suggestions. So, yes, uh, John in the chat suggests shallow dive. So, yes, we'll call that the shallow dive. But it could even be about, uh, you know, just, you know, it could even be just like a technical topic that's not specific to Linux or ham radio or open source. Right. It could be a programming topic. It could be, I mean, it could even be a cooking topic. It, could, it, it could, could even be a political topic. It could be a taboo topic. I'm, we're willing to touch anything, or at least I'm personally willing to touch anything. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, and the weekender is sort of supposed to be that, that interim departure from like the hard, tech and you know stuff that we normally talk about so right but the key with this is that we want it to be your topics not the ones we pick (laughs) right i mean obviously we're gonna we're gonna seed this with some of our own topics (laughs) yeah just to kind of get it going because we know how how quickly you all get back to us with the feedback (laughs) (laughs) you can literally send an email with two words that's a that's a topic title that's all you have to do i mean it really absolutely (laughs) we all get it (laughs) right so that's that's the main idea is we'll we'll have a quote-unquote as john puts it shallow dive and then we'll do the hedonism part and the other thing we're going to be doing is removing 99.9 percent of anything that is time sensitive just so the topics that we discuss and everything remain relevant regardless of when you listen to them. Now, if there's something really important that has a time associated with it, we may still put that in and that's across all of the episodes, but we are definitely going to try and limit anything that is truly date and time sensitive in the content going forward so that it will be so that no matter, so whether you pick up episode 103 or 503, it's still something worth listening to. Right. So we will, we will no longer be doing the contest calendar and we won't be doing special events. We will still occasionally be mentioning stuff that's big and sort of in the future, uh, relevant to what we're talking about, but we don't want to have something that is like so reliant on like that, you know, we're, you know, waste a good chunk of portion of time talking about a specific event that only will happen in this one, one little segment of time. So it becomes highly irrelevant uh, quickly, and uh, it, there's no value to listening to that segment of the show afterwards because it's in the past. So we wanted to have more content in the that particular show that was valuable beyond the scope of that Friday right before the weekend. <laughs> so uh, I think I think that's kind of the the idea that we're going with, and we hope that that will. Well, that will give you more value as a listener. Yeah, absolutely. I I want to make it so that even though we're sort of lowering the number of total episodes that will be put out in any calendar year, each particular episode will be 
more relevant even the weekender because i have a feeling that there are some people who probably just don't listen to the weekender at all because there's no because there's nothing in it that they really want to but i want to i want to make it so that every episode regardless of which edition it is has something that's worth listening to um so so that it is generally not time sensitive more interesting more relevant and more consistent i think is how we're trying to plan it going forward yes <laughs> and i believe we're going to be starting we'll be starting the change on the recording that we do when right after you come back from ireland which is going to be oh oh the other thing we almost forgot to mention is that well we sort the of mentioned it in the past change. but the day is <laughs> yeah. going to change yes <laughs> it will it will be going from sundays to wednesdays We'll be recording Wednesday, 8 o'clock Central Time, instead of Sundays, 2 p.m. Central Time. And that should be a permanent change. You're coming back on the 20-something? 21st. 21st of April. So the first Wednesday after the 21st of April, whatever day that is. (laughs) 27th. Okay. So there will be a Sunday recording the Sunday before bill leaves ireland and then there will not 17th the 17th right so sunday the 17th will be the last sunday recording and then the next recording will be a deep dive which will happen on oh sundays is a deep dive okay in that case it will be a short topics episode (laughs) that's if we don't skip anymore between now and (laughs) yeah well we're going to try not to do that but anyway yeah yeah so so the way it looks now it's going to be a, a deep dive on the 17th and then a short topic on the 27th and then the format will go forward from there yeah so and then we're going to try most likely to have the episodes out by friday so that'll be the new landing time for all of them instead of uh what two on monday and one on friday or something like that right yeah so try to just just to get them out and published as soon as possible after the recording I think I'm going to, again, working on that consistency thing I've been talking about, the folks who who are supporters of the show, like via Patreon, what's going to happen is the show, uh, this, this happens across a lot of crowdfunded uh, podcasts, the, the episode will be recorded on Wednesday. For those who pay to receive the show, that version will be released on Thursday, and for everyone else, it will be released on Friday. So cool. you'll, you'll get your, if you pay to hear the show, you'll get it a little early. Do you have anything else? I don't, I don't know we have anything else. Um, so, uh, when are we going to do, so right now we do feedback on the deep dive. Um, we do announcements on the weekender. We're going to keep yes. that as well. That's, okay. that's a good question. We have not discussed this. So you're going to hear a live debate about where we <laughs> put this information. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, since since we're not usually inundated with announcements and feedback, that's usually a fairly short segment. I think the weekender, or not the weekend, yeah, the weekender. Duh, I think the weekender is a good place to put that. Okay. So I think we'll have the deep dive, the short topics. That, that allows people to send us feedback that we can address during the weekender so we'll have like a shallow dive announcements and feedback hedonism and then go then roll into the main topics again yeah i'd almost like it if like that that feedback provides the topic 
for that episode. That would be great. <laughs> well, if, if we can work that out, absolutely. I, I kind of like the idea of having a randomizer kind of thing. A random two thing works where we don't know what the topic is until we press the button and say, right. okay, that's what we're talking about. You know, no preparing. You know, it'll be totally off the, uh, off the old cuff. Maybe we can swap that back in and out depending on whether or not the feedback is actually enough to be a topic. If it is, we'll certainly address that because we want that to be sort of a timely response to the feedback. Yeah. But if it's sort of a more general topic, we can address it as feedback and then throw it into uh, the topic wheel for later. And just so most of you know, just because we respond to the feedback every three weeks... We actually respond to people when they send stuff in right away. <laughs> yes, we do. We do respond We're really via good email about doing that <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, if you if you send us a message via Facebook or Twitter or e- email or or whatever, we do respond to you directly right away. And then if there's additional things we need to say, we'll address it during reading of the feedback. Whether I mean, we'll always read the feedback, but the answer to the person who asked the question, they've generally already received that, but we do want to address it because it may be useful to someone else. Absolutely. All right. Well, I don't think I have anything else. I think we've covered all the ground we wanted to cover, and I don't have any announcements other than the announcements we've already talked about on this show. And we don't have any feedback because normally we would be doing feedback on the deep dive, but yeah, have my, that that email list is, uh, (laughs) <laughs> the inbox is uh, not ringing uh, too many messages in. <laughs> it's true. It's pretty empty lately. So send us some spam or something like that. We don't like the spam in the Discord channel like uh, somebody just slammed in there through Telegram. <laughs> but, but you know, send us something. Uh, uh, what, what's the email address they can send to? Info at lhspodcast.info. So hard to forget. <laughs> yep. And of course, that's in the outro as well. But, and of course, the social media works too. You know, if you happen to be on Twitter or Facebook or something at one point, you know, you can send us messages that way. We do respond to those as well. It doesn't have to be email. Oh, and even leaving comments on the YouTube channel or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And if it's on Facebook, sure, it'll answer you right away. <laughs> yes. Because she's on Facebook right now. She's waiting for your message. So <laughs> she is waiting. Operators are waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i have been like uh, not very active on on twitter lately so like i log in like once a few every other week or so <laughs> so if you see me respond late in uh twitter unless you actually mention me directly or something like that i i, I will get that on my phone but other other than that i, I i'm kind of just checked out on some of that stuff <laughs> yeah i understand i understand completely all right. Well, I think we're going to call that an episode, our, our deep dive about us, <laughs> the, the meta dive. Can we even use meta? I think, I think Facebook has ruined the word meta for all of us. So, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I have to figure out some other way to address uh, meta episodes. That's uh, too bad because that's a good word. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get on out of here. We want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Thank everybody for supporting us one way or the other, whether it's by listening or donating. And we really hope we get to see you out in Hamvention. And we want to thank everybody whose past donations have accumulated over the past couple of years up to allowing us to be uh, debt-free at Hamvention. Wow. That's, that's nice. <laughs> and, uh, it should actually provide us a way to give back to all of you uh, with a nice giveaway. And we'll be obviously 
giving you more details about that going forward. So looking forward to catching you all in May, and we hope you'll tune in for the next episode. And what is our next episode? I guess it's a well, this is a deep dive. So yeah, so we do short short, short and weekender. We'll record together, of course. We're going we're gonna to confuse ourselves before we get this straightened out. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're recording two episodes next Sunday, so we'll we'll figure it out. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> well, take care, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you all soon. For the honest assignment, Cheryl W five M O O. I'm Russ. We got some people. Oh, in the that's chat true. We did have some did folks in the chat room. <laughs> Why did you just jump in and do that? You know, I'm going to forget. So. Uh, yeah, I know I should, I should always do that, but uh, we did have a couple of people join us uh, live and luckily we hit the, uh, hit the play button or the talk button on mix. So everybody could hear us. And, uh, we have John K one BTZ in the chat room and, uh, Steve K seven H V T. And I'm sure there's some silent lurkers out there, but, uh, those are the ones that peeped up and we saw connected. Absolutely. So thanks again. We'll talk to you all soon. I'm Ross K five T U X. And I'm Bills, uh, NE4RD73. Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the podcast by visiting the LHS Patreon page at patreon.com stroke lhspodcast or by using the contribute list on the homepage. We have a presence on Discord, Facebook, IRC, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also drop us an email at info at lhspodcast.info or leave us a voicemail at 1-909-NHS-SHOW. That's 1-909-547-7469. Visit the online LHS merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable show-themed merchandise. Until next time, remember to always heed your hedonism.